Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is a global original podcast. All right, then, Al, you go for it. Uh, I, was, I, I read it wrong. Sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's, okay, I'll start now. It's, I can actually see it's there in front of your laptop, and you still yeah, screwed I'm it up. Yeah, I'm reading it. I know, I'm reading. Lift it uh, off the page, okay. remember. Lift it off the go. page. Yeah. Gotcha. Make it your I'm own. I'm out. <laughs> oh, you, I was, you. I'm out, and that's JK, and this is the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Coming up, we are going to be talking to the founder of Uni Pizza Ovens, which is making me incredibly hungry. Plus, we've got a confession from another dad who is either very creative or incredibly harsh. You decide. And JK's got more tech recommendations. Shh, don't tell your mum. All that and more coming up on the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Very good. You lifted it off the page there. You couldn't tell you were reading it. Um, yeah, Thanks, that's man. you brought it to life. You made it your own. Oh. I, I love that. That's a good I like job. It. Thank you. Good Thank job. you. I mean, it's only taken four seasons for me to really nail it. <laughs> what's uh, What's been going on then? How's your week been? Yeah. Well, how's my week been? Do you know what? Dad's net has been from a commercial point of view with some some partners that we've been working with has been incredibly busy the last couple of weeks and and that that includes filming at Silverstone Racecourse with a Le Mans car racing driver who'd you do that with then that sounds incredible who was that with it was a guy called Ollie Webb yeah and he he found out that he's going to be a dad and we are we're working with a silver crop and we're working with a... Silver Crocs. Amazing. No, not Silver I lo- Crocs. I love Crocs. They're my favourite thing. <laughs> yeah, and even better when they're silver, mate. Um, never mind wooden Crocs. We're talking about Silver Crocs. Anyway, working with Silver Cross. And by the way, they haven't asked us to do this, but this is just where we've ended up. Yeah. Um, and talking about the car seats and how a car seat is basically a racing car helmet the other way up. Yeah, it is. Like they're, they're, they're basically made the same. They've both got a hard outer shell. They've both got like impact-proof filler. They've both got comfortable fabric that's molded and fits the baby's head and fits the racing driver's head. And they've both got a harness slash chin strap. It's basically a car seat. It is. I never, ever thought of it like that. Yeah. An upside-down helmet. Yeah, that is yeah. such... Yeah, so good. Go. Good. So... So, so that that was the link. Yeah, I got you. So and so, so Silver Cross is the pram company, isn't it? And like all that sort of stuff, is that right? Yeah, push chairs, car seats, and I mean they're good. They are really good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, there you go. There you go, Silver Cross. A little extra mention for you. Fantastic. Um, but you, how's your how's your week going? And I, the reason I'm saying it like that is because I saw a post from Charlie about Luna going to nursery for the first time properly. Right. 
my three-year-old, my baby girl, went to preschool for the first time today. So she went with Charlie, um, was it yesterday? Was it, in, uh, might have been Monday, I can't remember. She went, she went either yesterday or the day before. Um, but she, but Charlie stayed there and she only stayed for an hour. You know, that sort of settling mm. in period. Yeah. And today, for the very first day, uh, she went to preschool and she went in from nine until one. So currently we're recording this at 12.51. So yeah. she'll be home in about 20 minutes. Um, and you haven't had a phone call. <laughs> no, we haven't had a phone call. And Charlie's done that classic thing where she's gone, should, should we call the preschool? Should we just check she's okay? Uh, I'm like, well, look, they haven't called us. So yeah. let's let's leave it at that. That's a bonus. That's a positive. And, and yeah. let's wait and see what happens. But when I dropped her off, so Luna, but obviously with lockdown, I, I imagine if you're listening to this podcast and you were you were set for childcare or whatever it was, and then it all just totally went wrong. It screwed up. Um, I, you know, I hear you. Luna hasn't really spent much time with with any other friends, with any other families for the last, what, what is it now? Is it six months almost? Something like that? Seven yeah, months? Yeah. No, um, it is getting to six months, isn't it's it? It's ridiculous. So we we are we were, and at this point, until she comes home, very worried about how she would cope in, in this, what for her is an alien, you know, it's an alien situation. Um, but I dropped her off and she didn't cry. Um, we we talked about what she was going to play with. When I dropped her off at the door, she did what my son Noah did when he went to, to nursery and preschool. When Noah went in and he knew he was going to cry, he wouldn't look back at me. He just looked forward. Yeah. Which yeah. I think is it's brave. You know, he's trying to be mm. brave, but maybe he doesn't want me to see him crying, which may, kind of breaks my heart a little bit because, mm. you know, I, I don't mind seeing him crying. You know, this... well. No, I'd say, I'd say it's the opposite. I know what you're saying, but you're beating yourself up about it. And I think all good dads beat themselves up constantly. I actually think that is his way, which I think is a clever way of actually, it's a coping mechanism. It's That's like what a, Charlie said. It's, yeah. it's a strategy yeah. more than he doesn't want you to see him cry. I think, um, yeah, I think it's a coping strategy. Did interest, did, did Charlie go with you to drop Luna off? No, so Charlie did the settling in and I will be doing yeah. the drop off. So we're trying to keep it as what the routine would be. Yeah. so I will so what happens is I take Noah to school so he gets dropped off uh, just before nine and then she goes to preschool just after nine and they're very close to each other so it works yeah. perfectly and then obviously Charlie does the pickup because I will yeah. be on the radio so that's yeah. like us but uh, but we if Jen takes Ted to school even now in year two and we've had a really we've had a lot of it's been a real struggle getting Ted in when Jen takes him is an absolute bloody nightmare. Mm. Like it just, it, he will just, he just doesn't want to go. He's, he's wants to stay with mummy, cuddle her. He'll cling on to like her necklace and all this kind of stuff. And we've had it since reception. But when I take him, go straight in. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like he'll give me a cuddle and he'll give me a kiss and he'll tell me he loves me. And I'll say, have a nice day. Love you. And he'll wander in, which is very nice, but he's completely different when I take him yeah. as to when Jen. And I just wonder whether it's a, it's a mum dad thing, and actually, kids, you know, they do want to. Maybe it is harder for them to leave to go into school or nursery when it's their mum dropping them off. Interesting thought. I th- no, I think you're right. I, I think you're right. And, and and yeah, and as I said before, when I dropped her off, she I couldn't see what her facial expression was because her teacher was looking at her. So her teacher was facing me. Can I just point out with the mask on as well? Bless them. Having to go to preschool for the very first time in these times and your yeah. teacher is wearing a mask. So you can't even see what she's saying. You can't see the full facial expression. You know, it's, yeah. it's sad times. It really is. But they um, should make, they should make it man. You know, they, 
those see-through ones. Yeah. I, yeah, That'll maybe. At least, you, at least you can see whether they're smiling. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But no, she was great. She sort of like said, you know, Luna, should we go? Should we go and see all the other children? Should we go and have a little play? And then at that point I thought, now's the time. So I just closed the door. I didn't, I said goodbye earlier, but I didn't say goodbye the second time, walked out. And from what I gather, there were no tears. I couldn't hear any crying when I left. So, but is this, you know, is this the first day one off and the rest are going to be a nightmare or is she going to surprise us? Because Luna has surprised us on numerous occasions where Mm. I think actually she's going to love it. She's going to thrive and she needs it right now as well because she is a little toe rag. She's a tear away. She needs to be socialized. She needs to have other friends to maybe just bring her down a peg or two. You know what I mean? That sounds weird and harsh, but she's at that point where she's ruling the roost. Oh, yeah. Kids need to be put in their place. Oh, yeah. They need routine. They, they, they yeah. need rules. <laughs> I used to work. I'm sure she won't mind me saying, but I used to, just quickly and then we'll move on because we've, conf- we've got a funny confession and this interview with um, the founder of Uni later on. But um, I used to work as a teacher and one of my colleagues who I was very close with, I, I really respected this teacher. I thought she was brilliant. South African. And a lot of teachers will... Um, will have a, quite a lot of fluff around the way that they interact with kids. You know, they'll kind of, if they, it, it's this whole notion of if they, if a child comes to you with a piece of work and it's not very good, you know, you're, you're, you're having to find three stars and one wish, i.e. three things that are good with it. And one thing that's, that they could improve on yeah. rather than saying, this is rubbish. You need to do it again. <laughs> like this. And, how, and how sometimes kids need to just kind of be told that isn't, that isn't your best work. You need to go back and do it again. And and likewise in sport as well. You know, there's this whole thing of, oh, yeah, you know, you tried really hard and you're really good. No, you're crap at football. Stop <laughs> playing it. Try cricket. Like, <laughs> there's got to there's be like this understanding of kids not growing up thinking they are the best and the most wonderful thing in the world. They are the most wonderful thing to their mum but yeah. <laughs> their dad, but to everyone else. They're just an annoying kid. There was, and I think <laughs> there was a classic thing yesterday where... Um, we, we played catch. Was it yesterday? No, the weekend we played catch and um, Noah's, Noah's getting a little bit, you know, he's a little better at catching now, but Luna, what makes me laugh about kids when you first play catch with them is when you go, right, put your arms out. Okay. And remember it's a ball, probably the size of my hand and they go, yeah. put your hands out and they always put their hands out as far as possible. And you're like, no, yeah. that's not how you start. You put your hand together so it doesn't fall through your hands. And I think, yeah, exactly. Am I being a little bit harsh? Just learn the basics, kids. Yeah. <laughs> the only way they'll learn that JK is by throwing the ball anyway. And then when it smacks them in the nose, <laughs> oh. I mean, that's they'll when learn she, to put their hands. She runs into mummy with a, bl- with a bloody nose. What's happened, Luna? Daddy yeah. threw a ball in my face yeah like, no 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 we were playing, we were playing catch and she didn't catch she just doesn't know how to <laughs> that's yes, not my fault but she's no. not even three yet you know <laughs> go, but i know she needs to learn early <laughs> yeah she does the kids do need to learn early and they need to learn like you say to be taken down a peg or two I on think so. occasion yeah. in a well, loving structured scaffolded kind of way well, uh, I'll update you on this. If you're in a similar situation where you're, you know, your kid's gone to preschool for the very first time and uh, you've got all the feels, then, uh, yeah, I'll tell you how we get on maybe next week or the week after. Give it a couple of weeks yeah. to bed in, perhaps. Sounds good. Sounds good. And, yeah, don't forget that you can get in touch with us um, at dadsnet.com um, forward slash confessions or, or go to the Dad Podcast tab and you can send an email to us, send a confession in. That's absolutely fine. Um, or you can grab us on social media at the Dadsnet on all platforms or at JK Jason King on all platforms. So make sure you come and say hi, give us a follow because um, it's always lovely to hear from so many of you. 
Sounded a bit creepy, that. Um, did, it did. It ended up yeah, a bit creepy, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's almost like a, you're a creepy Father Christmas. Come and sit on my knee. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> should we do a confession? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Welcome back. You join us in the confessional to Creep. the embarrassing, the shameful, and the unforgivable stories of parenting at its very worst. Creepy uncle. Yeah, sorry. I've reverted back to the creepy, creepy sex pesty voice, which I have been refining on Jen, I might like to add. Well, if whatever you, whatever you and Jen are into, you know, that's your thing. Absolutely your thing. Uh, <laughs> what's the confession today? This is this is a cool guy. So we've actually got two from the same person. So yeah? it's yeah. So it's a guy called Josh. I don't, I don't know if it's his real name, but we'll go with it. A guy called Josh, and he says, "Dear J.K. and Al, glad you guys are back for a fourth season. I actually have two confessions for you to digest." Right. So this this guy's like he's going in. He needs to get this off his chest. He's away. <laughs> okay. This is right. He says number one. I ran out of nappies for my 13-month-old son. So I used a tampon slash sanitary towel uh, and planned on going back to the... Sh- and planned on going to the shop later on. However, I totally forgot and then dropped my son at a friend's house to babysit just a few hours... just for a few hours so I could run some errands. And I came back to pick him up... Uh, to pick him up with my friend giving me a... WTF look and saying um I went to change his nappy and there was a tampon there <laughs> and I said yep there was alright <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean that's a good one that's a good one anyway let's do number two and then we'll come back okay. number two Uh, This may be more of a dad hack or a confession. It could go either way. Anyway, my older child is six years old. He was kicking off and ended up throwing one of his action figures across the room. As a punishment, I confiscated it. The following week, it was his friend's birthday party, and I didn't have time to get to the shops, nor did my wife. Or possibly we just completely forgot. Anyway, I wrapped up my son's confiscated action figure and gave that as a birthday present instead. (laughs) So on both accounts, am I forgiven? <laughs> oh, brilliant. So first off, um, using a sanitary towel as a, um, a nappy, I think that's genius. I think that is, uh, you know, the, that is a guy, that is a dad who's thinking on his feet. Um, I mm. think, you know, they're very absorbent. Uh, I, I like it. I th- yeah, I'm, I, I, I forgive him 100% for that. Yeah, I don't mind that as well. And I just would like some clarification around this for a minute, because for years, for years and years growing up as a teenager, I was highly confused about tampons, sanitary towels, and what I used to think existed, tampins. Right, What's tampins. What? Right. Well, this is the thing. Right. So I knew that there were two types of sanitary product for women. There was the 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 pads, the ones right? with wings, the ones with wings, and then there were the ones that look like that, mice, the little bullets, they look like yeah. mice. Yeah, you yeah. look like mice. Yeah. yeah. And I thought that the 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 ones with wings, the the, the pads, were called tampons because they went 
on the vagina. And I thought that the ones <laughs> with little bullets were called tampins because they went in the vagina. But that would make sense. That's the, Wouldn't it? Yeah, that, that's you've, you've, you, you're on something here. Have a chat. Wouldn't it make sense? That yeah. would that make perfect sense. <laughs> tampons, tampins. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. is genius, Al. Isn't it genius? And, and when you're educating, you know, uh, girls who, your daughters who are starting their period, yeah. like that would make logical sense to teach them very strategically, this one goes on, this one goes in like that's easy mate i mean I, I love that i you see Thank for me i didn't, i never really taught i never thought about the names i just knew that the ones had wings because it was it claire rayner that did the advert it has wings i can't remember i don't know mate. pretty certain maybe <laughs> i'm sure claire rayner did something with wings and i know the other one you're not thinking of the red bull advert are you? no 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 no, no it doesn't give you wings <laughs> no. oh, <right. laughs> it has wings. don't get those two mixed up <laughs> Anyway, should we go off? The, let's 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 get off. I, look, I'm going to have this conversation with my, with my daughter in God knows how many years. That yeah. terrifies the life out of me. So yeah. let's just move on for now. Let's forget about that for right right, right now. Right. We'll put a pin in it. What was the other one um, that we have to we have to forgive? Um, giving what giving his son's toy to his son's friend for their birthday. Yeah, totally forgiven. Depends on what condition <laughs> it's in. But well, that's the other thing, isn't it? <laughs> what happens when the son says, "Can I have my toy back"? I always no. think that you've got to ha- you've got to give things boxed. That's the problem. Yeah, you know, I would have probably forgiven him more if he would have kept the box from said toy as a, just in case of an emergency, and then just put it back in and put those little metal clips around it and then gave it. That that probably would be more forgivable. But still, you know, when you got when you got to do something quickly, you got to just do it. Yeah, thinking on his feet. I think there's kudos there. On both occasions. So yeah. based on that, you're forgiven. Yes, Josh. You're not just forgiven. It turns out you're nailing fatherhood. Yes, you are. Officially. <laughs> you, you deserve a badge. <laughs> we, should, we should start doing we that. Should we should start, start doing awarding Nailing people. fatherhood. Yeah. Yeah. Fatherhood. Like nailed. <laughs> well, there you go. If you want to get in touch uh, to find out whether you are nailing fatherhood or whether you actually do deserve to uh you know be feeling uh, a little bit depressed about <laughs> what you're doing <laughs> then get in touch you know get in touch you can do that um, through dadsnet.com forward slash confessions or look us up on social media at the dadsnet or at jk jason king have a cup of tea i'll do the next bit mm. um right mm. still to come we're going to chat to the founder of uni pizza ovens okay so i actually co-founded because she did it with her husband her name is darina garland now the reason i decided to chat to her was um during lockdown i got an uni pizza oven i got the uh, the Carew wood and charcoal one but you can add gas to it as well don't don't start on me We'll yep. save that. We'll just put a pin in that one as well, mate. We, well, I have this chat with Darina, and she she's the co-founder of Uni, and she knows her stuff. And believe it or not, I know what not you're going to say. Not because she agrees with you. No, <laughs> no, no. She 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 agrees with me, but she also agrees on the other side of barbecues and pizza ovens. Okay. All right. All right. Um, but we're going to have a chat to her. And the, re- the other reason I wanted to chat to her was I am now, you know how people say that golf is addictive? Well, for me mm. now, making pizzas, it's an addiction. I absolutely love it. It's a whole, I love the whole family feeling. We all get together. We all make sort of pizzas and stuff like that. But now trying to nail the perfect dough and trying to nail the perfect sauce is, it's my nemesis. And I will do it. Uh, am I also right in thinking? And I haven't actually heard this interview or part didn't take part in it. But can you, they, these are quite portable. So you oh, could yeah. take it camping with you. Yeah. So we, we, you know, we're, we're going to plan our trip with, with me, you and Ted and Noah. Yeah. So I can just bring this with me. 
Yeah, I mean, you will be bringing it with you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I'll, I'll pre-make <laughs> the dough and everything. But that's what I love about these 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 ovens, and that's why I thought, no, I need. I know a lot of people have seen these on their on their Insta feed throughout lockdown, where you just had your own pizza nights and stuff. And I just thought, eh, do, can I be bothered with that? I can just shove one in the oven. When you start yeah. doing it, it's addictive. So welcome to the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast, Darina Garland. Now, Darina is the co-founder of Uni. Now, if you don't know what Uni is, why? Um, they are the greatest outdoor pizza ovens that you can possibly get. Now, the interesting thing is Darina is the co-founder. So Darina, how, how did this all come about? Oh, thanks for having us. Um, yes, so uh, it was 2012. Um, Christian, my husband and I lived in London and he got a bit obsessive about making pizza at home. He's, uh, he's kind of geeky that way, really cares about kind of getting things right. And he was frustrated because he could make good pizza at home, but not great and nothing like you could get in a restaurant or in Italy or, or a local pizzeria. So he worked out that basically in order to get a really good pizza, you need a very high heat and domestic kitchen ovens just aren't capable of that. So that's basically where the, the spark of the idea came from. Um, and because we were renting and we had a tiny back garden and we worked in education at the time, we didn't really have the money or the space for a traditional um, pizza oven, which is like a big installation, really beautiful things, but they're very impractical and permanent, really. Yeah. Uh, it cost a kind of a, a one and a half thousand pounds upwards. Um, and so he was like, I'll buy a small one. And there wasn't a small one. So Christian being kind of the practical Finn that he is, he's from Finland, he decided, I'm going to make this. And um, and there, and Uni was born. So the, the first one, size of a carry-on pizza oven, sorry, sorry size, of a carry, size of a carry-on suitcase. <laughs> um, and um, now synonymous with pizza ovens. Um, and so therefore could fit in any outdoor space. But the real magic of Uni and all of our range now they can reach 500 Celsius in sort of as little as 10 minutes and the 500 Celsius easily double your domestic um, oven and they are forking cook pizza in as little as 60 seconds and they are exceptional. So how did how did your husband make this oven? Did he just like get the old soldering iron out and the old yeah, welder and away uh-huh. you went? A little bit, yeah. It was a we had an education business, so we're always about like trying to promote innovation and creativity within school communities and just sort of said creativity is problem solving so christian's problem was i want really great pizza and he just started with he's you know he's not a designer we both met studying photography but he's quite practical so he's like i'm he got some oh gosh i think it was like um like concrete breeze blocks we got um we were in catford at the time so wow. near catford <laughs> and we got like a local metal welder to um Weld. He used to welding gates to sort of bend some metal for us. It was incredibly rudimentary. This kind of box in the end, but it worked. And at that point, it cooked pizza in two minutes. Very slow by today's standards. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was really. It was one of the best pizzas I've ever had. Um, and we were just really excited by it. So yeah, um, didn't look really great, but quickly we sort of got it up into a better shape and. Um, we actually launched initially on Kickstarter, the crowdfunding platform, yeah. um, which was which was a good, good call because it kind of enabled us to test, you know, the concept and, you know, basically people love pizza and they yeah. love this idea of amazing pizza at home. So the, the idea just flew from there. 
My wife's brother was the first person to sort of introduce me to it because he is, he, he absolutely adores pizza. They go to New York and they go and find, I don't know, let's say the 10 best pizza restaurants right. and they go and try them and they do the classic thing. It has to be a margarita, nothing more. And, and, and they do that. And I know they're a massive fan of like pizza pilgrims, which you can get here now and all, all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah. But, um, he was the one that introduced it to me. Now it's funny you mentioned that you've tried to cook your own pizzas at home and they've never been quite as good. I did exactly what you and your husband did and, and it wasn't so long ago until I got, uh-huh. until I got an uni. And it was that first of all, I tried it in the oven. I just cranked it all up, you know, f- full to the max. And yeah, like you said, it was great. It, it burnt a little bit. It couldn't quite cope with it. So the next idea I had was, right, we've got one of those barbecues outside. What about yeah. if I get a pizza stone, I put that on the center of the barbecue yeah. and just do the other two, you know, the two side burners and keep those going and then close the lid. And I did manage to get it up to about 350, 400 degrees, but then the bottom of the pizza burnt because obviously that was there. So I still couldn't find that right way to get that perfect pizza. And then, and then of course, um, I got the, I've got the Karoo. Um, so you can do uh, charcoal, you can do, um, uh, wood, or you can actually do the additional gas burner. Now, whilst we come on to that, what, where do you stand on, do you prefer to do your pizza with charcoal? Do you, do you, do you do wood or do you do gas? Cause I think mine's going to be quite controversial. <laughs> oh, I'm excited to hear it. Um, I really, I really like them all. It's, um, it's like choosing between your children, which <laughs> luckily I don't have to do. The, the thing is like, there's, there's benefits of everything. So the original uni run on, ran on wood pellets, which was the kind of real innovation because it allowed you to get that real wood experience, but in a small space. So the, you know, a little bit of flavour, the incredible heat, and it's a, it's a very efficient fuel. Um, now with the curry, like you say, you can use chunks of wood, which is lovely, mm. or charcoal, which is a really sort of steady drier burn and then um, like can get incredibly hot quickly. But gas is a kind of like switch it on click of your fingers and not and it's very consistent um so they have their perks i I guess it depends on your moods and um kind of how lazy you're feeling because you cook pizza so quickly if you're doing a neapolitan style it genuinely is 60 seconds um i believe that the outcome is incredible like with all of those fuels um if you're doing something like with the curry or the uni pro um, which are multi-fueled you can you might want to turn the gas down to quite a low temperature and do a slower, like Detroit style pizza. Yeah. Or so there's so there are benefits of that, and um, there's a bit more control with gas. Um, honestly, I love them all. But I think there's nothing like a live fire um, in terms of that, you know. And I know that you'll have a lot of male listeners, men, and fire. They just love that live. <laughs> we fire. do. We absolutely do. It's, and it's, it's the truth. Yeah. And that's where, okay. And that's where, this is where it comes in for me. Okay. So I have got a barbecue, um, which is gas. So I like to be able to to fire up the barbecue all year round and that's why, and it's practical and it's quick. So what I've discovered now using the, the, the Karoo, which obviously I've tried the wood, I've tried the charcoal and I've tried Mm -hmm. the gas. So the charcoal, I call it the dirty pizza because you get your hands dirty because the charcoal is kind of a little bit everywhere. The wood I call, which you kind of touched on there, it's the romantic pizza. I think it's Mm. probably the, the, the most perfect pizza that you can imagine wood fire like you say man, stone. Uh, yeah. on a stone yeah. and that's great yeah. but for me i call it the practically perfect pizza i get from gas and that is because there's just no mess and it's so quick and maybe that's me just not wanting to get my hands dirty but i still no. i will still stick with gas it's legit you know we've been talking to pizza experts all over the world and restaurateurs and you know like it's a really 
that people like what they like. Um, I think at the end of the day, the thing that's consistent about all of the unis is that the quality and the outcome of the pizza. But yeah, yeah you're absolutely right. And we do have the Coda range. So Uni Coda 12 and 16, which are gas only. And people love that. It's kind of the, the one of the key USPs is that like turn it on and you're ready to go you, you don't have to get your hands black with charcoal <laughs> yeah, um yeah. but but yeah sometimes like i would say i probably use gas the most because i have i'm a bit more in charge of the children's dinner and they're starving all the time and i'll go okay do this really quickly yeah but actually when we do light up with wood and stuff i don't know i just like it it's well, really yeah it's a I, lovely experience i think it's um uh, someone said to me you know wh- wh- why you know why just gas and i said thing is right if if let's say i don't know i was impressing um some mates that were coming over or hey if if, if you know if you invited like a you know a, a girlfriend round for the evening or something like that i think you would go for the wood because it's just it looks good it's you yeah. know it's it, like you say fire you know rom- romance that sort of stuff you would go with the wood but i think for everyday practicality get the uni out get the gas on and away you go so and it works absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. It's it, it's but it's interesting. We found out that a lot, like you described there, a lot of our customers, like we always thought we had to persuade people making pizza at home. It's it's really worthwhile. It's not that hard, and trying to make it kind of as easy as possible. And actually, you know, now it is quite easy, and it's really yeah. worth it. And that freshness is brilliant. And but actually, we found out a lot of our customers already have done exactly what Christian did, exactly what you've done, and made pizza at home and thought. Yeah, it's okay. It's pretty good. Mm. But they, they know that they need that high heat. And actually, you mentioned barbecue with the stone. It just doesn't work. Like, barbecues no. are amazing. Yep. They're just not the same. And you need that. With uni, you have to turn the pizzas like you would in a real kind of traditional wood-fired oven in, or a restaurant oven. You have to turn it a couple of times. So there's it's quite an interactive experience to get that balanced um, cook throughout. But it's, it's worth it. And it's, like I say, it's as fast as 60 seconds. So you're not spending a lot of your time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 actually an event in our house because both our kids love to make their own pizzas. Um, they'll do awesome. the toppings, they'll do all that, you know. And we get all the toppings out beforehand, and they're in little bowls on the on the kitchen side, and they get on their chairs, and then they they put all their toppings on. And then I don my apron because I feel like I have to have an apron on. I don't know why. I think it's because <laughs> well, I think it's because I've got the I've the got flour. the um, <laughs> yeah, but it is the flour which gets everywhere. Mind you, I'm more semolina. If I, I like to put oh. the semolina down the side, you're a pro. Yeah, so well, like, but it just gives that nice little crisp, doesn't it? That nice little sort yeah. of and a little bit of sweetness as well and the other thing is uh, i you know i feel so good when i pick up that pizza paddle and i just yeah and i've got the apron on and i feel like yes i am providing for my family let's do this <laughs> <laughs> it is an actual absolutely event. <laughs> yeah I, I know like actually my job title is chief experience officer so as well as being <laughs> co-founder and i'm like it is the experience yep. of, of that we um our original purpose for uni was about connecting people with exceptional food experiences so we talk about yeah the awesome outcome this is probably the best pizza you've ever tasted um but it's that interactivity it's you know a barbecue traditionally in grilling is amazing but it's quite a solo sport and the traditional kind of man outside in the uk it's usually under a golf umbrella sadly while their family <laughs> cower inside i bought a pop-up uh, gazebo for, for my <laughs> you're, you're so ready um but yeah like that's like exactly that experience of like bringing people together pizza is probably the most inclusive food and you know it's uh, during this time it's becoming even more important to have like both a really nice experience and really good eating as well good food um as a family so yeah you're, you've described it really well and that's uh, that's something we notice all over you know our community and online like 
it's not just about the pizza itself it's about the process of making it it's about what you're going to put on it and kind of being specific but informally eating and having a great event so yeah i'm so happy to hear you've enjoyed it well um check out you know we need to check out uni instagram by the way if you are a big fan of pizza and you want to have this event like we you know we've just been talking about um what what is it what's your instagram um for uni on yeah it's uni hq so it's o-o-n-i hq yeah definitely definitely follow and check it out you'll be wanting pizza straight away the other thing i was thinking about actually you know a lot of us will think i don't know pizza you know out in the summer let's let's get the pizza oven on blah 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 but i genuinely i am so looking forward because i've only i've only got mine this year i am really looking forward to those sort of crisp winter evenings when it's nice and cold maybe a little bit frosty and that is actually when i'm going to fire up the pizza oven because i think I think, you know, an uni will be perfect for that. It's warm, it's hot, it's nice, it's, you know, yeah, you're creating it that gives that residual heat. Yeah. Exactly. Actually, one of the best bits of press we had early on was years ago, we got covered in Wall Street Journal um, and it was all about the things you need for fall. And it was, that was how they described it. It was, we didn't know they were going to cover us. And it was this like a pizza oven and unis leading the way and exactly that kind of autumnal night. And similarly, we find that our sales are best at um, the start of the the spring season, but also in Christmas time and the holiday period, people just go absolutely mad. So, yeah, we sell all over the world. But even in the UK, like you say, people are thinking of this more as a something they can go outside and have those moments because it's it's nice you get a little heat from it and there's nothing like sort of fire in the dark it's really kind of yeah. again romantic and it beautiful is. experience i love how i love holding the temperature gun as well that's one of it's quite, quite <laughs> our kids like that yeah yeah well hilariously we've been contacted by so many people to buy them because they think they can use them for testing yes, people's yeah. temperatures like we can, we should pivot but but pizza ovens are doing so well i don't think we need to do that but yeah no. they're very fun to use we have measured pretty much everything in our house usually our children are are the ones doing that (laughs) i just think it's great it's like when you get a drill in the hand you just feel quite powerful i don't know what it is um let's quickly talk about the uh the perfect sauce and the perfect dough so let's get ourselves started we've got the uh the pizza oven we now we now need to do the, the you know the best sauce and the best dough so i know obviously there are numerous ways to do this everyone has their own ways you've got a i think you've got a um is it a baker i've seen on your insta who who gives tips and stuff like that on how to do the dough and stuff yeah we've got a few different ambassadors um who are very lots of them are quite sourdough um orientated which is amazing and it's it's been actually really good because during lockdown getting flour initially getting yeast and starters has been quite hard so making your own um sourdough starter is a really easy thing to do and quite fun like people are keeping their little Tamagotchi starters alive in their fridges and and feeding their pizza dough. So that's definitely one route. We've got um, online on uni.com, we've got our classic pizza sauce and classic pizza dough that do use yeast. Um, So they're, yeah, they're very easy. The, The major thing I would say with them, with your dough is using good flour. So we recommend the kind of double zero flour, which is what they use in, in all kind of, really good uh, Italian restaurant. Yeah. So it's a very fine um, that's made for pasta and pizza. So that's that's the real win. And then there's all sorts of ways to um, to create your dough, whether it's usually around time. So you can do a very quick prove um, and, you know, make it that morning for use later on. Or you can have, um, you know, like a 36-hour cold ferment and, and longer still. And it, it you know, it changes the, the way the dough behaves and tastes. So potentially building more flavor over more time 
Um, but yeah, we've got lots of recipes and, and kind of videos on that on our YouTube as well, um, where you can look at the right amount of hydration and how if you, you change the water, how that impacts your dose stretchiness mm. and all sorts of... It's a minefield of, um, when you start getting into it, isn't it? Right. And actually what's beautiful about it is that even like the pizza pros, you know, these pizza champions that we, we know and, and love and work with, they, they talk about pizza like you turn up every day and you're learning and you can you never sort of nailed it. You, it's, it's not a, you don't strive for perfection. You just strive to like develop and like, it's a real craft of pizza making. Yeah. Um, so I love that. And there's, you know, there's so many ways to, to cut it literally. <laughs> um, yeah. Our, our sauce is, is very simple as well. So the one that we recommend is like make your own and jar it up. Um, don't blend it, you know, strain the sauce and do yeah, a bit of garlic, a bit of salt. Um, don't forget salt in either your dough or your sauce. It makes such a massive difference. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, like it's just get started. And I think that's quite fun to develop your own, like whether you're a big chili fan like me, I'm always adding hundreds of chilies. Well, that's what, I, that's, but that's what I love, you see. Because uh, we mentioned earlier my, my uh, wife's brother, so the brother-in-law, he's a purist. It's very simple. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's a little bit of salt, like you said, a little bit of pepper and, and that's it. Whereas I'm more, I'll, okay, don't, don't shout at me. But I'll add a bit of sugar and I'll add a little yeah. bit of um, a bit of garlic, like you say. But my key ingredient for, for great pizza sauce, believe it or not, is balsamic vinegar. Mm, yeah, I like it too. I like how that cuts through um, the acidity. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You, you, you do you. Like even and you go across all the different restaurants and you'll find that there's those little secret touches as well, you know. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong. I think it's really good to nail a margarita. I think that's a really like nice measurement when you're eating out and yeah. trying things. And and if you can get that good and to do that really well, then you're nailing it. Um, but yeah, there's no reason why you can't sneak a bit of balsamic in. We want to actually do a family pizza off. He makes his uh-huh. pizza and we make ours. And one of the other brothers in the family actually judges it. So we're, we're going to probably do that. It's a blind test to see who likes whose pizza. So that's, um, I'm, I'm feeling like slightly worried about that one, I'll be honest. But, you know, I'll, I'll let you know how it how it goes. Oh, I'm so excited to see that. Uh, yeah, it sounds like you're you're really nailing it. And yeah, just keep on. The good thing is, like I said, that even the absolute pros are always learning and learning and trying new things. And it's, it's just such a fun thing to be part of. Who doesn't love it? It's a bit like golf. You never really nail it. Perhaps it's a bit like that. I don't know. Maybe that's... I can't, I can't believe you brought this, brought golf into this. Oh, no, <laughs> I I'm, out, I'm out, I'm out. Doreen, I don't <laughs> even play golf, so I don't know why <laughs> I did. <laughs> my my um, brother, who also works for Uni, he absolutely loves golf, and he, he sort of weaves those analogies into most conversations. Like, oh, it's happened here too. He once got a hole in one, which I should mention. If that could be mentioned, oh, it oh. would really make Connor's day. Okay, um, I'll just I'll just turn around to my editors. Can we cut that out? Yeah, yeah, we, it's fine. We can cut that. No, we'll leave that in. We'll leave it in. Um, Darina, it's been lovely chatting to you. It's been fascinating oh, thank as well. You so much. And I just I, I love the. I just love it's it's inspirational to hear your story and and where you were where you were and where you've got to now. I just it really inspires me to think of something, but I don't know what. But <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's it's so great because it was such a simple idea, and like the heart of it is like we think everyone deserves great pizza, so let's go and do it. But no, um, it, it slightly blows our minds how how um, it spread through the world and people are having these fun experiences. But yeah, it's it is it's a joy to be part of. 
um, thank you so much for listening and for chatting to me. Oh, it's been it's been wonderful. Thank you so much, and and seriously, in a, in a non patronising way, keep up the good work. You genuinely, I mean, you are making Saturday evenings and family time quality, and that's a good thing. Oh, I'm delighted to hear that. Thank you so much. Thank you, Zarina. All right, cheers. Take care. Take care. Bye bye. So you see, right, Darina says that, you know, whatever works for you. For me, it's it's almost perfection doing pizza on gas. Now, I my issue is that what is the difference between the uni pizza oven that when you're using gas mm. and my gas oven in the kitchen? Your gas oven can only get up to about 280 degrees. The uni pizza oven can get up to 500 degrees and it can do your pizza in 60 seconds. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, that, I mean, that is good, isn't it? <laughs> and I just love the way that they started out. They just sort of like, they just wanted to make the perfect pizza. And like me, as you heard in the interview, I tried doing it by putting, I've got a three burner um, gas barbecue. So I just decided to put the two end burners on, not the other one, put a pizza stone on, put the, put the oven lid down. Cause mine does go quite high. It'll, it'll mm. go to about 400 degrees, but then the bottom was burning. So, and then mm. I tried to do another one in the oven and make and put it as high as it could. And it just wouldn't work. And she did exactly the same. And that's why eventually they decided to, to make uni pizza ovens. I just, I think I, I, it's amazing. A family business, what they've done. Phenomenal. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And, those stories of businesses that do grow out of a genuine passion mm. and a genuine quest to solve a problem. You know, look, you know, that I think that that kind of business and that kind of story goes an awfully long way. It's it, when there's, when there's a business based on a story, that's mm. when they go far. And based on the, so this is kind of the tech section today based on that. Um, the one that I've got is the uni Carew wood and charcoal fired portable pizza oven it's 249 it's like it's got like 440 reviews and it's got like five stars it's got a three-year warranty and like i said you can pay an extra like 65 quid i think it is and you can get the gas conversion which just goes on the back but when we go on our camping trip i'll just you know i collapse the legs we'll put it into the back of your camper van um we'll, we'll take some wood pellets uh, or some charcoal and we'll take some dough and we'll take some pizza sauce and a bit of shredded mozzarella and that's it done and dusted absolute dream Incredible. absolute dream yeah. I, I, you need to connect me because I need to speak to this lady well I, I, I'm sure Darina will be listening to this and her fine interview so um, Darina expect expect an email from uh, Al at the dad's net alright yeah, a, a, a begging email <laughs> trust me though like I said before I can't say it enough it's such a real it's a real nice family yeah. experience it really is yeah. you can have a, an amazing and, and- time and that, again, just to pick up on that and before we move on and, and finish up here, I think that actually that is so important mm. nowadays because food is, is we, I, th- I feel like we're losing out to TV dinners, yep. aren't we? Like so often it's very easy. We hear it all the time for families to, they can cook three different meals a night and one is for that kid and they're watching something on TV whilst eating and then, and, you, and, and sitting down as a family, but also preparing the food as a family, I think could go, it's, it's incredibly yep. valuable time. Yeah. Well, uh, during, uh, during lockdown, we had a, we had a cinema night 
so I've got an old projector and I, I had like just a sheet and I put that outside. We sat on the garden furniture. But before that, I got the pizza overnight. So we had pizza. We had a pizza cinema evening. And like that was just phenomenal during lockdown. Yeah. Really cool. Anyway, uh, done and dusted. So love that. Yeah. Thank you, Darina. It was an absolute pleasure to, to chat to her. It really was. Well, that is all we have got time for on this episode of Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Please make sure that you do give us a five-star rating and um, a little review. We love reading them. It's really helpful for us. So if you have enjoyed listening, then please do make sure you do that wherever you are listening. If you want any information on Uni Pizza Ovens and all the stuff that they do, just go to uni.com. Go and check it out there and we'll leave a, um, a link in the description on this as well. So until next time... Um, but oh, I, I almost took your I almost took your goodbye there. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. It's, it's over to you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> you sound like a lost kid. Bye. Bye. You sound like Luna at preschool. <laughs> Bye, Daddy. Bye. Oh, Luna's back from preschool. Ah. Ah. Hello. Did you, did you do it? And I thought my heart is gone. My heart is gone, don't worry. Oh, your heart's gone, don't worry about that. So how did you enjoy preschool? I'm making my heart. I'm come here, come, look, Al's here, Al's here. Jay, she said, see, I told you you didn't need to come with me, mummy. Is that what she said? Did you hear that? She said, yeah. I told Hi, you I didn't need to come to you, mummy. Luna Bell. Oh. Did you, so, did, now please, tell did you like preschool? Mm. What did you do at preschool? Tell me. I did... Play outside. Did what? You played outside. I didn't play with that big cot and people in it. You didn't. Yeah, that's because you're in bubbles. Not oh well. So you didn't. You didn't <laughs> oh. who, did, who did you make new friends? Yeah. What were their names? Chucky. Oh, just show <laughs> right. Okay, so just making names up. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> did you have the best time though? Yeah. yeah so she was really good. Oh, are you looking forward to going back again? Yes. Yes. Well done. Well, very proud. You're such a big girl. Say bye-bye to Al. Shout bye-bye. <laughs>